6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Uh, switching gears for a moment, the first big viral t- trend of 2022 is here, and it is a colorful world, word game. It's called Wordle. Are you playing it? I've been playing it. Have you seen results from people playing it on social media? It's everywhere right now. So how do you play? Well, it's a once-a-day game that has players trying to figure out a five-letter word. You get a maximum of six guesses to get it right. You start by putting a five-letter word into the first row of boxes, and when you hit enter, the game then shows how many of the letters belong in the word. Okay? Simple. A green box means the correct letter in the correct place. A yellow box means the letter appears in the word but is in the wrong place. A gray box means the letter does not appear in the word at all. Apparently today's Wordle was very, very difficult. Wordle, by the way, was designed by a Brooklyn-based software engineer by the name of Josh Wardle. He created it for his wife as a way to kill time during the pandemic, and now millions of people have joined in. So what's the appeal? Are there any tricks to solving the Wordles? And why is our next guest so pumped about its popularity? Stacy Costa is one of only two enigmatologists in the world. world. <laughs> she creates and studies puzzles and teaches about puzzles in the brain at the University of Toronto. Hey, Stacy, welcome to the show. Hi, Jalen. Thank you for having me. How does one become an enigmatologist? How does one study symbols? How does one get fascinated by that, Stacey? Uh, Yeah, I started in my undergraduate. I went to the University of Toronto, and I actually took this course because I thought it was going to be a bird course, just to kind of get an easy A. And instead, what, what happened was I just kind of got so fascinated with this whole history of puzzles and realizing that every society has some sort of puzzle craze um, despite uh, language differences and despite cultural differences. And I knew I was destined for this because at the end of a course, like most courses, I had to write a final essay. And the prof said, okay, you have two options. Either write me a traditional final essay or make a puzzle. And I said, I'm not going to write an essay. It's going to take too long. And instead I made a puzzle, which instead took four times the amount of time. <laughs> And he's like, you really have a knack for this kind of stuff. I said, yeah, I I could do this every day. And then that just kind of started it. I started working with many uh, governments. I worked with a lot of um, private companies, just creating puzzles for a living. And then just started looking to the history of puzzles and crazes for at least the last 10 to 12 years. And, and, you know, it's interesting because I think when, when people think puzzles, they think of the, you know, a thousand-piece puzzle of a picture that you put yeah, together. But puzzles have, yeah. right, everything's a jigsaw, but that, that's not the case. You look back at, at history, puzzles can be all sorts of different. They, they can be mazes. They can be wooden games. Like and, and it goes back centuries upon centuries, doesn't it? It does, yeah. So even looking at things like mazes, looking at riddles, um, I think another big craze many of us are probably familiar with, Sudoku. Um, mm-hmm. It just really depends. Many people, I think, are just so familiar. We think of maybe an old-school way of maybe our grandparents putting together a nice little jigsaw, which <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But we always go to that because that's the default. Stacy, I have so many questions for you this afternoon. So before I run out of time, I'm gonna I'm gonna get try to get through as many as possible. I'm curious on your your thoughts on on Wordle and its exploding popularity. I know you've been playing it. I saw on Twitter that you've, you've taken have. a go you've taken a go at it. What do you think? And what do you you know about you know its popularity and and how it's really kind of grabbed the attention of so many? So yeah, a few things. I think 
One, because the timing. So anytime we've been in a pandemic, even in the past, um, society needs to grab onto something good. So this is a really nice trend to be on. And so I'm happy about that. Um, I think a lot of people are getting onto it for a few different reasons. One, it's going across ages. So people like my parents, my nieces and nephews who are like 11 and 12, like everyone's just playing it. And it's very simple as long as you know the English language to kind of just get into it. But even more so, like you said on Twitter, people are sharing it because they think, hey, if I can get this in three tries or less, despite the six <laughs> chances, they think, oh, wow, I'm look, smart. Or, look at I, me. I look at me. Look at me. And I think the visual aspect of it, right? So I say about, this has been going on for at least two, three months, but once it kind of hit viral, I'd say about three, four weeks ago, people are just seeing these little boxes, like you explained to your listeners earlier, and they're like, what is this? And once people get their hand in it, they can see a few things. One, it's very easy to get into. Um, and then you also don't get sucked to it into hours. So if we think of yeah. something like the traditional New York Times crossword, it could be there for half an hour to an hour. And with our busy lives, we can't be stuck doing a puzzle <laughs> at least Monday to Friday. Weekends, maybe, but... Stacy Costa is a puzzle expert, this, and she's joining us this afternoon. Okay, so when it comes to Wordle, then Stacy, and, we, and we're seeing mm-hmm. like Reddit forums of people giving like yeah. tips on how to best start it, how to maybe get the best hit on the first line. Do you have any tips on how to do well at Wordle? So, okay, if we think about it, I'm gonna just do a little bit of math here. Right now, from what I understand, is about over 8,000 five-letter words in the English language. I think most people like myself, you want to think of how many specific letters is going to get you the biggest chances. One of the biggest tips that uh, we've been, I've been seeing and that's kind of gone a little bit viral on, tw- on Twitter is the word adieu um, because it's getting I, E, and U, so three vowels, and then starting from there. But then the thing is, I think some people just... They know if a word has already been done, and I've done this. I don't know if it's considered cheating, but if a word's already come into place, I've crossed it off my list to not use that. Obviously, as a guessing, as, as a guess. Um, I know some people, and I, I think it's funny. Some people have actually been trying to cheat, and I don't know. I think, hey, if it's going to get you into this routine, and you're trying it out, and it's improving your brain, of course, I'm more than happy if you want to cheat and look at it. But um, I think it's just a, a Stacy, I cheated on my first try. Let me tell you, I, treated, I cheated after about the second line. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go to a Scrabble site and yes. put in five-letter words that have an A and an N in it and see what else comes up. <laughs> yeah, right. it's, uh... <laughs> but you know, it's it's been a lot of fun, and and it's and it's been um, it's been it, it's been fascinating to watch. I accidentally put up my word instead of doing the the hair share thing I, I put up the word and I got in big trouble on on Twitter and I learned that very quickly so now I don't do any of that but I'm curious you, you talk about this you, you do a TED talk uh, and I and I've and I've watched that and you talk about puzzles and brain health and the and and, and and the importance or the connection there but there truly is a connection between puzzles and brain health isn't there there is, yeah. So it's this thought that you are challenging yourself. And a lot of people, of course, I think just like Wordle, right now it's a bit of that trend because we're enjoying it and it's quick. But when we look at all puzzles, the point is to be challenging yourself. It shouldn't be easy. To me, I've always said if you're doing any type of puzzle and you're getting it done within seconds, 
not a challenge for you. It's not a puzzle for you. I want you to obviously expand your horizon, really challenge yourself to think through. And then in the long run, that is going to improve your brain health, similar to reading, um, similar to obviously having a good diet, right? It's really going to help you. And when we think about it that way. Stacy Costa joining us this afternoon. We kicked off the conversation talking about the popularity of Wordle, but we know that puzzles have been very popular for a very, very long time. Stacy Costa is an enigmatologist. She studies puzzles. She makes puzzles. She teaches about puzzles and the brain at the University of Toronto. Um, when you take a close look, it says she studies semiotics, so like signs and symbols. I'm like, she's kind of like the guy from the Da Vinci Code. That's, that's what it sounds like to me, Stacy. Yeah. It is, yep. yeah, it's one of my areas. <laughs> oh, very, very cool. What a fascinating world that uh, that you're living in. So when you talk, I think one of the reasons, we, we've seen puzzles become quite popular during the pandemic, and you talk about making order out of chaos, and, and you link that back to puzzles, don't you? I do. I feel like we can't control, obviously, everything that's going on. It seems like every day there's something that's making things more difficult, and every time we try and engage with a puzzle, I think that we're able to go on with our day. If we're able to solve it, it's like, okay, everything is right in the world. I can control what's going on here so I can be able to deal with everything that's going on around me. So people, a lot of people enjoy doing puzzles for that simple reason, just that bit of control. There's all this chaos in front of you and just trying to solve it. We're unfortunately can't do that with everything that's going on. <laughs> what is what is your favorite? What is your favorite puzzle to do? Or how, what has I, been your favorite puzzle? So the two big ones, I love Sudoku, and I'm talking not just your traditional like nine by nines, but a lot of the bigger ones that you can get, like I'm talking the huge sheets, that's a good one. And there's actually a new type of uh, jigsaw, ironically, that instead of the picture being given to you, they give you the picture from the um, opposite perspective. So you don't know what the picture is and you're putting it together. I really, really love that just because it, I don't know what's going to come together. So I have to really critically think to put through. Um, to put the pieces together. It takes hours. It takes days, but... That gives me a headache just thinking about it, Stacey. My goodness. You know what? It's actually really calming because you're so focused. You can't multitask. I think that's another big (laughs) thing that we don't think about. You can't multitask when you're doing a puzzle. you got to just focus on that one thing, and then everything else else in the world is just kind of peaceful and no care in the world. Stacey, is is there one that has stumped you? Yeah, I'd say even in my younger years when I started uh, looking into puzzles, some of the logic puzzles, um, when I didn't understand how to do them, that was just really, it stumped me, right? And there's obviously a logical way to do that, but if you don't have those steps or tools, it makes it much, much harder. And even now, I, I get people sometimes coming up to me with riddles that they have such unique answers, and I'm just like, okay, heck, like, I don't know what it is. So I, I still do get stumped, uh, even in my role as an enigmatologist. I can't solve every puzzle, unfortunately. Maybe one day. What makes a great puzzle? It has to be challenging. I think it has to be memorable. Um, if they keeps you engaged. Um, Wordle, I think, is a bit of an exception, but it's still keeping us engaged. Usually I would say if we can finish a puzzle in five minutes, no one's going to care about it. But Wordle's been a little bit of that exception to the rule because people are coming back to it every day. Um, if you can get people to really make it viral, um, and even I think and I predict Wordle's going to be extended past the five words in a year or so if it's continuing on a trend that it's on but something along the lines that people just can really gravitate and really sink their teeth into if it's too complicated from the start and there's not an easy entry point or levels to make it harder 
it's not a good puzzle. Uh, and, and that dopamine drop, eh? Whenever you get it and you, you get, oh, and it feels so good when you're able to solve something, it keeps you coming back. It does. It's it's very addictive, right? It's like when we have some of our, our vices, like eating chocolate or going to the <laughs> casino. Or you, just, you just enjoy it and you want to keep going to prove yourself. Stacy Costa, fascinating conversation. I'm fascinated by the work that you do. Let's have another conversation down the road sometime, okay? Thank you. That sounds great. Yeah, you betcha. Stacy Costa, enigmatologist. She studies puzzles. She teaches about puzzles. She makes puzzles. Um, and uh, if you want to listen to more of Stacy, you can check out her TED Talk on YouTube. It's 523. Let's take a break.